You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Brother Spank. Okay. He's an executive chef and uh, CEO of the company. Uh, he comes up with all types of crazy dishes and ideas, and we just help bring them to life. What's it been like owning the Trap Kitchen in Portland? Are you all from Portland or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of us are from California. Some of us are from Portland. Um, it's been it's been uh, a fun experience being able to collaborate with my brothers from down there in Los Angeles and, uh, you know, being able to bring it up, bring something different to, to the city of Portland. Now, speaking of things different in the city of Portland, like we were saying earlier, there's going to be Trap Kitchen Weekend. And you guys know Converge Media will be down there for that. OK, I went down for PDX Hip Hop Week, uh, but I definitely plan on coming back down for this. Can you guys tell us a little bit about this weekend that's coming up in November? Uh, Trap Kitchen Weekend. We got uh, Trap Kitchen Weekend coming down to the restaurant. So we bringing up people from uh, Los Angeles. You know, people who really just mess with Trap Kitchen on like uh, a regular type vibe and uh, they're going to come out there and we're going to perform. They're going to do some performances and we're just going to um, enjoy the weekend and have a good time. And basically, um, we've been building. So the main thing about Trap Kitchen is is that it is uh, when we all came together, like Mikey said, it came together through natural friendships of Mikey building with Spank. Um, and then news coming into the picture and then uh, or not coming to the picture, but everybody coming together, which the food uh, built so many other opportunities for like through all of us. We came together with Trap Trap Private Reserve, which is a cannabis marketing brand as well. And that's basically Mo, Mikey, myself and Spank. Um, so we thought that through through the brand, we could also do stuff like we, we do turkey giveaways, Christmas tree giveaways. Um, and then Trap Kitchen Weekend was just another extension of that where we um, we wanted to do an entertainment piece. So we have uh, G Perico. We have Savvy Third. We have Jay Worthy, um, Asia uh, from Compton. So all people that are closely connected with the brand. But uh, but just through the platform, we've been able to create so many lanes for it from the music, the food, the, the 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 cannabis marketing, and so much more. Even Mo's brand, Soccer Balling, which is an extension of that as well. Um, it's just been just a whole building process. So that's what Trap Kitchen Weekend is. Is just the 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 culmination of all those things coming together. And then also the the actual shows the 18th, but then we're also doing the turkey giveaway on the 20th. If you wanted to talk yeah, about yeah. that. So uh, on the 20th, uh, we'll be doing a turkey drive, trying to feed uh, 300 families. We'll be giving away turkeys and holiday essentials and stuff like that to, yeah. to the community. Now, is there a website that people can go to to one, learn more about the turkey drive so that way they can drop them off? Because we definitely want to make sure we feed these people, but also tickets for Trap Kitchen Weekend. Yeah, if you go to uh, if you just go to Trap Kitchen PDX on Instagram, pretty much everything is there. Tickets are available on Etix. Um, just a one stop shop for everything at Trap Kitchen PDX. You can see the food, you can get tickets, you can <laughs> find out where you can get the free turkeys, everything. So 
I'm definitely coming back down there and getting the food. That is for sure. <laughs> now, real quick, while we still have you here, I want to congratulate you on being inducted into the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. Okay, thank that you, is thank not. You. We have a live audience. Give it up for him. Like thank that you, is not you. like any small potato. Where were you when you heard about this? Um, uh, I was uh, I for, I was at the house and I'd either I'd either just got back to the house from taking my son to school or something and Terry Courier, who owns Music Millennium, which is one of the longstanding music stores out there, um, he heads that. Um, so he called me and was like, "I got great news for you," and I'm like, "Okay, what's up?" You know. And uh, he was like, we're bringing you in. We're inducting you into the uh, Oregon Music Hall of Fame. And I was like, you know, it's dope, especially coming from him because he's watched me grow from putting my first records in his stores. Um, and then also only being one of three hip hop artists from Oregon that's been inducted. So myself, Lifesavers and um, uh, you crew. A big shout out to them as well. So it was a great feeling because all the hard work you put in, sometimes you don't always get all the accolades you want. And um, so that it's a blessing, you know, to feel like my body of work has contributed to that. So I was super happy and excited and, and, and thoroughly blessed. I love it. And you have like, what, 30 years in the music game at this point. Yeah. What advice do you have to upcoming artists, especially ones in the PNW, about what they need to do to really get their foot in the door these days? Because it's not the same as it was back when you started. No, nah, I think that you got to be way more aggressive and way more aggressive and way more proactive in the amount of content you put out. You got to live it every day. There's no... um Cause the music and music and content turns over so fast now, like you're competing with every, every Friday, there's so much music hitting Apple music, Spotify title, everything else. So for you to fight through that, you have to increase your level of productivity and how much stuff you're putting out there. So I would just say I'll produce, I'll perform work harder than everyone else out there. And that's the mindset you got to have. Like they, like you got to take more jumpers than everybody else. Do you feel like it's a challenge for um, hip hop artists in Portland to have a chance to perform? Um, I think a little more than it used to be because there's less venues. There's definitely less venues, less opportunities, um, especially in terms of all ages, crowds and the, the access to those venues and, and affordability. So I think that it's a little bit more challenging than it was definitely when we all started making music because we had so many venues that you could go to and rent out yourselves. They were affordable. They were inviting. And now because of business, because of, you know, um, just in terms of uh, uh, staying open with serving liquor, that's a huge part of it. So if you have an all ages crowd, your bar does two hundred dollars. It's not enough to sustain staying open. So. I think that creating more all ages opportunities, more venues that are affordable to the artists would, would keep that um, keep that going for the future. That makes a lot of sense. And speaking of artists, you do have the Northwest Breakout Show over on uh, Jamming 107.5, yep. iHeart Family. Um, uh, how do artists get into that? Like, you know, for people that don't know, it's basically, what, an hour or two hours long on Sunday nights? Two you play hours, yeah. Hip hop from the area. You bring the artist in. Like, how can they be a part of that? I think the most important thing is having radio edits. <laughs> Um, you can't complain about getting, I mean, this is the, this is the most frustrating thing about even with me doing the show. And, and you know, this is that we're on mainstream radio. 
um, people complain about not having the opportunity to be heard. Um, iHeartRadio and, and Jamming 107.5 has given me the ability to support local music in a way that a lot of markets, they don't give you that 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 freedom. So being able to to play the music, to support the music, to have the artists come on the show. We've done live showcases. We've also given artists the opportunity to, to open for Boobom, which is an arena show. Um, so just making sure that they get us radio edits, that the stuff is is produced quality and just follow suit of the artists that you listen to from a mainstream perspective. So we can try to help put you in a place where we can support you in the same way. Um, send the music in nwbsradio at gmail.com nwbsradio at gmail.com and added it like you know what my biggest pet peeve was when i did my show people would be like does it have to be edited you guys can't edit it for me i'm like hold up i'm giving you a free opportunity to come on here you want me to edit your music i know you lying that's the hardest part that's the hardest part of it all right well shoot cool nuts i gotta ask you one thing real quick what is one misconception of the Portland hip hop scene? Um, what do you think, bro? <laughs> it's a lot of misconceptions. It's a lot of misconceptions with the Portland uh, hip hop scene. Give me two. One is that I think people it's not uh, people think that there's not a lot of talent there because it's not it hasn't been a hotbed. It's not L.A., you know, and there hasn't been a lot of um, breakout artists with mainstream success. You know, you have a few people that have come out uh, and, and, and done great things. But when you talk about on a national level, if you go somewhere and you say, oh, Portland, like it's not really a lot to talk about. And I think that goes also for the Pacific Northwest as a whole. You know, we have artists that have come out of here, but at the same time, um, it's not like, it's not New York, it's not LA, it's not Atlanta where you have an abundance of like, you can say I have 15 artists that have gold records, platinum records in the hip hop, in the hip hop lane. I mean, what would y'all say? I would basically say the same thing. Like, you know, people, I mean, put, the Northwest isn't really known for like a lot of standout artists and stuff like that, but it's a lot of talent yeah. in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah, and people always think that we started the whole skinny jean thing, but we didn't. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> wow, and real quick while I have you here, who do you think is up next in Portland? Who do y'all think? I think um, uh, Northside, Northside Tigo. Northside Tigo. North Shark Tigo? Northside Tigo. Northside Tigo. Yeah, you gotta look him up. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. I'm gonna look him up. I need to do some more interviews for whenever I come out there. And there's a lot of there's a lot of young talent, um, more so than ever, shooting videos, redu re uh, releasing music, and, um, and and continuing to push the boundaries on putting out music. You know what I'm saying? So I think that there's a real bright future for Portland. It's just a matter of bringing the industry to it or bringing the artists to the industry. 
I'm here for it. Well, shoot, I want to really thank you guys from coming all the way over. I mean, it's really not that far, but it's still the point. It's a freaking Tuesday. You guys are here from Portland and I truly appreciate you coming in again. I want to like so congratulate you from getting into the Hall of Fame to the Hall of Fame. You truly deserve that. And, you know, hopefully there will be someone else that will also be able to come in and Portland hip hop will definitely get that shine they deserve. If you guys go to Portland, make sure you pull up the trap kitchen and order. What's the one with all the crab legs? The baller box. Yes, honey. Y'all got to get that and take one to go. <laughs> All right. Sure. Any of you guys want to, again, thank you for coming. Look, we have so much more coming up. Uh, up next on Rewind with Besa, I have the factors. Do we have them here still? Yep, they're here. All right. We got the factors coming up next right here on Rewind with Besa. Stay locked. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back. Vesa Garden here. Of course, we are still live at the Paramount doing Rewind with Vesa. And right now, yo, it is Converge family time. All right. I have the factors with me, Ronald and Ron Elmore. Yes, child. They are both in the room sitting on the couch right Hello. about now. How are you doing? Nice. Uh, thanks for having us. Of course. And it's staying like a fetus, you know, tomorrow's good. That you had us. I appreciate you letting us bless the opportunity uh, that you've given us because you've been doing appreciate your thing you. from Q93 to here. I heard all that. Proud of you. Thank you. Very thankful for you having us on this platform. I'm, I'm thankful that you guys were able to make it. I was like, okay, I haven't done an interview with you guys. I haven't done an interview with Deontay. So I was like, this is a great opportunity for me to like, yeah, talk with everyone I haven't been able to talk with. And honestly, I heard it's great, but child, I can go in there at three in the morning. I cannot come in here at three in the morning. No, <laughs> don't call me at three in the morning. No, it's been a great year. Emmy Awards and then we're in the Paramount um, it's real big to be from Seattle and be doing things like this. I, I love it. And I'm glad I'll be a part of it and converge is home. And it's just, you know, Phil Jackson keeps putting these plays together, man. And, uh, big, big old Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson, Jackson. Shout out to Phil Jackson in the building, man. Shout out to everybody. A part of converge. The family is amazing. It's all love. Everybody does their thing, man. It brings a different type of swag and sauce to the situation. Now, real quick, before I like start asking you all the city things and being messy, um, Let's get technical. Your show, The Factors. For anyone that hasn't seen it, tell us a little bit about your show. Um, it's a. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> okay, it's one of the oldest shows on Converse. Uh, original like individuals. Said, okay, let's yeah, just get out uh, of here. Original individuals. We've been rocking with old for many more uh, years than that, but it's an urban lookout on personal views, political views, you know, local news. Um, you know, some, we do polls on Facebook where we put up subjects and let people talk about it. So it's kind of more of a interaction between the community and us. Cause we always had ties to the community. Uh, matter of fact, shout out to cool nuts, uh, not only for getting to the Oregon hall of fame, but because my family's also owned a, a mom and pop store for years. ARS records. Uh, he used yeah, to come ARS all the time for old Davis. So he was younger. So we were able to, you know, see him younger growing up. So it's always been about community and staying connected in any way we can. Now, how do people get on your show? Well, for me and me and bro, it's kind of like a um, community thing. It's kind of like having something to, to offer, not as far as financial or anything. It's, it's about mentally um, stimulating and also artistically because, you know, what we do is an art expression. So 
we like to have people on who want to move things, whether it be uh, stuff in the community or it be people doing music, you know, all walks of life. But we have people on that have substance. You got to, you, you, you know, we ain't going to be like, yeah, just come everybody because, has a story these days, you yeah. know, and I'm not knocking it. But, you know, we want to get tapped in with the things that are uh, relative to different genres, ages, generations, you know, so businesses. Um, we had a uh, co-CEO, um, Mar from Sky Blue on, and he talked about his trials and tribulations with foster homes and different things like that. So just different subjects and matters that, you know, will reach different aspects, really. I love that. Now, speaking of community things, um, who runs Seattle nightlife these days? And, I, and, and I'm going to preface it this way. Is it um, local black Seattle or transplant black Seattle? White um, gentrification Seattle. I would say gentrification runs nightlife. Like this uh, is Seattle. This is tech world. Um, this is, you know, legal cannabis that they kept black people out of, but, um, they don't care about nightlife. And that was evident from, you know, we've been in nightlife. So what was the first club they shut down and turned to a church? Like it's been politics. Um, Tabellas was yeah. it? Um, so there's been situations where they, uh, control the narrative. They like our, our, our culture. They enjoy our music. We they spend a lot of money. money, but as far as the people we've been pushed out. So now it's kind of open in Seattle to where it's a lot of different people doing their thing. But um, as far as consistency and it's been a run, it hasn't been anyone because a lot of things have turned over. And like you said, the transplants, which they don't like me calling them that, but I'm a Seattleite. So I can't help it. It's happened. I try not to, but I've been to someone before uh, by saying that. And I'm like, well, I'm from Seattle and, you know, but go ahead. And I was going to say, honestly, the twins still run that life. Because my children are out here now. You know how Gucci Man had kids all over Atlanta, DJs, artists. <laughs> I have babies everywhere. Look, <laughs> tell them, hey, tell them, tell me if I'm lying. It's a, it's a point in time that me and bro was to doing say this. If people are copying after you guys. No, 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 no. Inspiration. I, no, it's I took notes from people. Gotcha. It's influence. Um, the before us there was a Soul Gorilla, there was a Vibrant, there was Kind Love, C Spot. So me and Ronnie came in a time where there was nobody doing it. Nobody thought about promoting or hosting events when me and my bro was doing it. And there was a gap in our age range for about 10 years where it was just us. So, this, you know, it's, it's funny saying it. But then also, yeah, you guys had to look and see something to say, I could do this or I want to pursue this because we did the same thing with other people. We had the following, but cultivating into a party event or anything is different and having the attention and the respect, too. Yeah. And, and I think that's the problem with a lot of people today. Um, kudos to you. Could you put in the groundwork, the footwork? A lot of people will leave followers translate to money or followers translate to your event going great. You can have 10,000 followers and not 20 people come to your event. You know, you have to be in, I've had great events with thousands. I've had events where nobody come, you know what I'm saying? It, it like it happens, but to be really be, I feel embedded in the game. You have to have a connection with the community, with the people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, on a, on a, on a molecular level, like closely, you know what I'm saying? Not from afar, like everybody else. The internet really made some things great, but also, change some things and know? also getting back to your question it's kind of like the the venues right now the venues running nightlife it's who's letting who do what it's who accepted of what you know so oh, man, it's politics it's, yeah, it's politics everywhere so it, it's always been that way technically now it's a little worse with tech money with with um having renovated and newer venues you know um we get a lot of restaurant by day club by nights the places that are considered clubs we don't have a lot of access to that's why we talk about the transplants a lot because they do and they don't come say, hey, who's from Seattle doing their thing? They're like, hey, I got it. Come see me. Yeah. And there's sometimes it's cool. And sometimes you got to pay homage to what come and who comes before you. 
I think I think the whole culture in Seattle, not even nightlife, is transplants and gentrification and new money coming in. Because um, there's a club downtown in Pioneer Square where the owner knows nothing about club business. He just bought it because he think it'll be a lucrative business. There's uh, a few dispensaries where the owners are doctors and lawyers. They know nothing about the industry, have no ties to it. They just have the money to buy it. The money, exactly. you know? So it's really who has the money for the real estate. It's all about having spaces. Well, Y King, shout out to Y King was talking about spaces. We need our own spaces to create just like Converge Media, you know. I love that. Now, you guys, in terms of the spaces that we do have right now, people are always asking me, what do I do on the weekend? I always give out my two cents. But where do you guys recommend people go on like a Friday and Saturday whenever they're out here? I think it depends on the vibes. I think it depends on who you are. Um, there's there's, you know, there's Latin nights, there's reggaeton nights. It depends on what you want to do. There's comedy shows, you know, from downtown Seattle to Nate Jackson Theater in Tacoma. So. I think it depends on who you are. And also uh, people have to be more outgoing. You know, everything's not going to come to you. You might have, you know, there might be a, a crazy event, you know, you, uh, you don't know about. You might have to look on the Internet classified. You might have to, you know, get into some cir circles you might not been in. Get uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable. That's what yeah. Seattle Nightlife has to do. A lot of people have to be uncomfortable to experience different things and see different things. Even with us, you, we, we did it for so long. To where we get in a groove of like, you know, this is who we're around this. And no, we still got other places to step out into, other places to see. Um, when we think there's nothing going on here Tuesday, there's some down south that's jumping. I literally went to a, a it's called a Martin Canteen, I want to say. It's Mar in Tacoma. Uh -huh, yeah. Marcos Canteen. It's in Tacoma. And they have, I'm talking about, you feel like you're down south. They have a great Taco Tuesday, but it turns into, you know, it, it turns into a up all night show backyard. So it's very nice. So it's things like that to where you have to step outside your circle and what you're used to, because there's things going on in different places. It's just if you only know of, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then it's like, OK, you're only going to look for them the nights. But um, there are different movement going on. There's different clubs going on. So, like I said, it's more about who you're moving with and what places are allowing the movement to come do. through. Because there's plenty of there's other things to do than clubs as well. You know what I'm saying? So um, it depends on who you are, what you want to do. But there's a lot of things. Uh, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I get on Groupon sometimes. And just see what there is, because there's stuff you would never know is here. You know, uh, so many people, there's so many things we overlook. Uh, there's, um, matter of fact, uh, shout out to Taz Petro. He brought Sauce Walker for his birthday. And it was crazy because Sauce Walker was here for like two or three weeks. And he's an artist from Texas. And um, he was here doing everything that Washingtonians should do. And everybody's like, he looks like he's having fun. And there were the same people who were like, there's nothing. Yeah, everybody's know? complaining about doing stuff here. You see yeah. a celebrity from out of town come have fun. Yeah. Now you're like, yeah. like oh, it's so live. fun. He's having a great time. I'm yeah. like, I live my life just fine out yeah. here. You guys just don't know what yeah. to do. Yeah. Like, that's so, your problem. For sure. And they got to come to Basis Mixers, too, because I'll be in there having so much oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, see, it's a good time. And, and that's one thing. Shout out to you for creating. When they caught that little video of you doing a little hop skip oh, to man. the drill. That, that went like, viral. You know that went viral? I'm like, where was I at That's viral on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Um. You know, Drew, Drew Hill came on, tell me what you want. Everybody yeah. started hopping. It was a good moment, but your mixers have been great and it's been um, it's been organic. Thank I've you. met people from Memphis. I met people from different places. So it's connecting dots that need to be connected because there are black people who are here who are not from here that want to meet us. They didn't know we even existed. So your mixer is definitely great, uh, especially on the two. You know, like it was it the second week of every month. It's supposed to be the third, third, third Tuesday of every single month. Oh, you're and getting technical. 
Well, it's just because that way when people are like, when's the next one? I don't know the date of the month that is going to be. I just know it's the third Tuesday. Grab your phone. You'll be able to find it. Um, But I need to bring them back, to be honest. I haven't done one in about two months. And at this point, I've gotten asked about it so many times that I'm like, okay, I will figure something out for November. We're also now, you haven't done it in two months, but also you've been on a go. You've been on a mission. You've been here and there. You've been everywhere. So it's not like you just ain't been doing nothing, you know? Well, that's fair. I'm glad it's noticed. <laughs> While I still have you guys here, what is one misconception of each of you? About ourselves? Yeah. So like, what would you say your misconception about yourself is? From uh, how other people perceive me? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I'm mean. Really? Yeah. Uh, if I'm not smiling, they say I look like I don't want to be. I like long walks by the water. <laughs> and reading books underneath a nice shade. I like poetry. <laughs> now, uh, I, I think that I look me. I'm a very, you know, nice person, cool person. Um, I think because when I'm looking, when I'm straight faced, like, you know, you need to smile more. And I do smile. I laugh, I, you know, but when they see me, it's like, oh, he's he's unapproachable, you know. So I think that's one thing just from appearance. There's other things, too. But I think just from appearance and looking at me, that's one. Um, for me, it would be that people think that me and Ronnie were born famous or rich or something. It's not it. Like we're just community. We're we are kids that made a home outside. Um, unfortunately, not having a tight home base, it created a family outside. So we're studying, and we're a case of blood never being thicker than water. So a lot of people have a confused. You guys know everybody. You guys do this, do that. It's like no, nah, it's not about what we was born. It's what we created. We made that happen out the mud. You know, a lot of people we know they call us call us family isn't blood, but it don't make them that, that we're not family. So that's why I think a lot of people confuse is what they see as far as exciting popular or trendy you don't really know what it took to get there. behind it the sacrifice behind it you know it's a lot of it's a lot of struggle a lot of pain and becoming what we are no yeah and, and not to cut you off but that also came with the emmy win because a lot of people were like how'd you guys do it or how converge do it and it's like you don't know base have been in the industry for years omari was building television stations in radio stations right? in yeah. africa yeah, yeah, you know yeah, we, africa. we was doing concerts and parties we were on we were models. We were on TV shows. We had a TV show in high school. You know, none of this started now. Proof, proof of being on the scene. You know what I'm saying? So everyone asks, you know, I think the perception of that far, as far as that goes, is that there's extra work that goes in behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Carlos Simani has been out here since I was tiny. You know Shouldn't what I'm saying? Shouldn't even been so, in the club. We was in the club. So, Carlos, you know, so I was at <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, everybody sees, you I'm know, like Carlos get love. Oh, basically, you're here and there, man. You know, no one knows behind the scenes what it really takes to do this. You know, so, yeah, no, that's that's facts, because, uh, you know, your girl's just finally starting to get a little bit more sleep. But uh, that's going to stop pretty soon. That ends in a couple of days. We'll talk about that in a couple of days. But uh, before I let you guys go, will Kanye ask, will Kanye West recover? When Kanye. he fall off? I mean, I don't necessarily think that he could be canceled, but he can't be canceled. Um, I don't think. I don't think he'll fall off. I mean, this morning they said Adidas cut ties, but Adidas doesn't own Yeezy. They don't own the brand. They don't make the shoe physically. You know what I'm saying? He can go. He was just a few years ago. He was 65 million in debt to one or two billion. So um, first of all, I think people pocket watch too much, but also people don't understand business. You know what I'm saying? How it goes. You can cut ties with everybody, but if you own yourself, you know, he tricked everybody out of his contract. People don't realize he did that on purpose. You tricked everybody's contract. Everybody departed ways with him without having to, him having to pay or anything. He wanted out of Adidas. He wanted out of a. Uh, uh, there's another brand he went out of, but he would have had to pay. It would have been fees and all types of stuff. 
See, I'm not even going to hold you. I stopped looking into it because Kanye started making my head hurt. And I was like, you know what? I'll give you the attention that you want. Yeah. And I have other things to do. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Kanye, Kanye, we're going to uh, handle our business and see what we can check And, and you know what? I'll check back in about a month. Just exactly. Say. He'll be all right. He's a billionaire. Um, real quick. What's up next? Um, Factors TV, of course. Um, we're putting it, together some events. It airs on Thursdays night, but we we record Wednesdays. So anybody have any questions, it'd be best to hit us up on our socials. Um, Tuesday or Wednesday evening. So by Thursday, when you see it air, you would definitely be able to say, okay, they pay attention and they listen. But I didn't mean to cut you off. But Thursday nights when it airs, but I want people to know before then. Any questions? Any um products? Because we do promote a lot of businesses. We do support people in the community. So just let us know. We'll definitely give you the um proper uh shout out i mean and that's basically what i was gonna say i guess we're twins so he did it for me but i was gonna say um i was gonna you know open the door for people who want to have products or businesses who want to promote or come on and talk about it to do that because i really want to open doors because the one thing that no one noticed is me and him were the last ones to start putting guests on our show because we we were do, we were working during the pandemic so you couldn't have guests so when we start seeing guests we're like hold on proof got a guest Oh, I'm about to knock all this over. Hold on. So, uh, so, so now we're opening the doors. We're doing more. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I really want to get out there. If you want to come to the show or future a product or get us to market or promote, you know, hit us up and talk to us. All right. Well, shoot. Factors comes on. What's today? Tuesday, Thursday, 9 p.m. Right here on Converge Media. Everywhere you watch Converge, um, make sure you guys tap in for that. In the meantime, between time, we have one more guest left on today's show, and that is my buddy Deontay Damper. Uh, we're going to check, check in with him, get all in his business. Coming up next, right here on Rewind with Besa as we continue to broadcast live at the Paramount. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, look, we are still doing Rewind with Besa here at Paramount Theater. And right now I have my buddy Deontay Damper with me. In case you don't know, he is the host of We Live in Color, which airs uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Converge. No, it's 8, but you have a special coming up this week at uh, 7 p.m. All right, well, shoot. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> We have been friends for a long time. So I know. I'm really just happy just to be finally just be in the presence of you. Yes, so. yes. And you know, what's so crazy. And we always talk about this on the phone, but it's like our friendship started so organically. I don't even know why I called you that day, but there was a day where I called you. We were on the phone for like two hours and freaking cried for like about an hour. And three. We were on the phone for three hours. <laughs> And we cried. Definitely. I cried. can't remember what the call was, but it was, I think it was right before the pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it, the main conversation we were having was just like, as much as we show up for people, how do we show up for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And through that conversation, I think that we both realized that we did not, we weren't properly we just didn't know showing how. up how to sh show up for ourselves. Right. Yeah. Or learning, learning the power of no knowing our boundaries just everybody can get this love everybody can get get access and sometimes when you give everyone that access it drains the hell out of you you know it does and that was definitely a problem of ours so where it was like not only was i drained i was depressed and it was like oh, okay well we're just gonna do this to work on our depression which really it didn't do anything right. but just kind of like smother it a little bit but it was still there <laughs> <laughs> since then you know you've re you've joined converge media and you now have your show we live in color yes for starters what does it mean to live in color Living in color, the main reason why the show even got started, right, is like when we talk, when people talk about queer people in our community, they just see pride. They see the pride. They see the flags, but they don't 
understand, you know, what we go through as community members, especially I watched a lot of my community members that are, that are from the queer community go through so much stuff in community where no one was really showing up for us, where, yes, we do have allies in the LGBTQ community, but sometimes people want to put that in front of us being black. And, and for me, that was really hurtful, not all, but most. So creating a platform for black folks to get the representation and included and be included in it has been so important for me and so important to owe. And, and 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 yourself as well as Curtis, I got to shout y'all out because y'all have been so helpful uh, with bringing those stories to life. There's so many queer people that are out there. They're case managers. They are of service. They are constantly of service. But do we have their stories? Do we have? Do we give them that moment besides the month of June? Say outside of pride. Right, outside <laughs> of pride. It's that inclusivity. It's the, uh, it's that inclusivity that we need to be talking about, and also how we can support. How we can support because a lot of people have to unlearn yeah. things, right? And me as a queer person, I got to unlearn some stuff too. I try to cancel some people, and it's like no. That's what the man wants you to do, right? That's what some. Of, that's what some of the allies want you to do. They want you to cancel out community members and do all of that. And I'm not with that. And we live in color is is a, an opportunity for us to see each other and be each other and be one with each other. I'm really excited about not just bringing those stories to life, but next week I'm going to do something different where I will ha be having a, um, uh, an ally to community who who's heterosexual. It's time well, you to did tell yeah, me yes, about right. this. Yes. You told me about this. Brandon Sanchez has been my best friend for, for, for my whole life. And we, one thing I love about him is that he said, like, you know, I never have an opportunity to be vulnerable Deontay. You know, I never have that space but I want to come on your show and tell my story. He could have went on anybody else's show. He's friends with the factors and all that. But to, for him to, to say he wants to live in color in his truth of where he's at, that means a lot to me. And it's time for us to really also wrap our arms around like men in leadership that are coming out, you know, th that need that type of support. So I can't wait for that episode next week. I love that because, you know, even one thing that I talked to Jay Martin about was it's it's crazy how if you're a black male, you're supposed to only feel like this. Right. You're not supposed to have any emotion, whether you're straight or, you know, homosexual. And even then, sometimes they're like, no, well, you're, you still should be acting like this. And it's yeah. like what's so great about we live in color. And I, I told this joke to somebody. I might have even said it to you, but one minute you're having someone talking about kink and then the next day it's like so tomorrow we live in color we're talking about real estate yeah absolutely <laughs> and I love it's a lot. we got a lot we have a lot going on you yes. know and i think that it's time to just continue to have those conversations i love i love that oh has been just so open just like this is community and it's just time to actually show people what that representation looks like it could be kink it could be real estate you know, we're also working on a, a World HIV Awareness Day. We have something coming up for that. We're still not having the conversation about that in our communities. Like it's so much. There's so many layers to us and they're going to they gonna see them on, on the show and through Converge. All the way through the colors. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say that you've that you are most proud of that you've worked on in terms of yourself over the last year? <laughs> I would say um, to be transparent, it was my recovery. You know, for those who don't know, um, when the pandemic hit, 
I relapsed and I relapsed off of methamphetamines and I was doing it through injection use. And I got to the point where I was okay. And then it got to those points where I was just not being around, being of service to community was fine. It was fine showing up for people. It was fine advocating for people countlessly throughout the days, passing out masks, advocating, going to doing jail advocacy. This is why I put you last. Yeah. But when, (laughs) but when I got alone, when I got alone, just, I did not know how to show up for myself, but what I would do is when I would stop using and binge, I would actually come back out to community and jump on another project. I'm okay, y'all. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And it got to the point where everything was actually really great. Just started the show. got a great job working with exactly what I wanted to do. And I relapsed. I crashed. And I, I had to put myself in a treatment. My recovery is the, is the, best gift that I've ever that I've ever gave myself because now now I can fully live in my color now I can uh, now I can give community members that are using methamphetamines an opportunity to free themselves I can tell you that over the past couple of years I have been able to show up right but now in my space of recovery I'm going to show up and show the hell off can we clap it up for that i love you i think people don't realize that oh my gosh the reason why i'm crying in this moment is i remember when you called me and you were like did i call you last night and i was like no i was out i did my mixer and then the first thing that you said was no i gotta check myself in yeah and you did and you worked on it and you've come back so much better and so much stronger and i'm so proud of you thank you basa i i appreciate you and it's and and i and when i did call her y'all it was because of that first conversation that we had where we talked about really not knowing how to show up for ourselves but we're showing up now we are here in our full selves <laughs> in our full selves and we're here and it's because of these friendships. Can someone hand me tissue? Can we please? get some tissue here? <laughs> I, I'll grab it. These jeans tight. Sorry, mama, but you know, all right. I, <laughs> I'm still single. So, you know, I'm just trying to show off a little bit. But, okay. but um, no, I'm not single. But either way, um, it's 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 those friendships. You know, that's why I'm so I, I think that one of the things that I love so much about Converge are the queens that are here, right? I just interviewed Takia last week. And when I tell you, uh, she, like, it, there's just so much, there's a gift that she just has when she comes into a room. And tomorrow I have an opportunity of doing the candidates form. Yes. That candidate form, first of all, why no one is talking about the candidate forms in 37 district um, and pushing it the way that they need to uh, is beyond me. Um, we have two people, Chapalo Street and Amijah Smith. Both of these candidates are going to be taking, uh, take, uh, working under Santos out there when we talk about policies in our community, right? And we need to push it. And I was nervous about doing it, but I'm so happy uh, to have Trey joining me. 
we haven't had an opportunity to work in the areas of Converge, but um, I'm just really happy to this in this whole week, I've been able to work with the Queens. So what I love about you doing this is I just sometimes feel like in all of our black communities, whether it's a we live in color one, whether it's a, you know, a blue collar type, we don't talk enough about politics, no. especially our local politics. Everyone's like, oh, vote for president, vote for president. And then they're complaining about why taxes are so high right. or why, you know, their potholes aren't getting fixed or why they feel like, you know, the people that they've quote unquote elected aren't doing what they were supposed to do. And it's like, well, who did you vote for? Right. Why did you vote for them? Did you even go to any of their you know talks and rallies and ask them any questions or get to meet them or look them up or did you just you know go down and just circle democrat the whole way down right and and, and that's and that's the thing so okay so outside of um outside of converge my actual job i work for vocal washington right um where we are advocating for our our low-income community members that may suffer from hiv or and or um mass incarceration and or drug use um, and we're working on policy change so starting next month we'll be having these conversations with policy policy makers or game changers around the state so we all can know what the policies look like even for myself i don't know what they look like but i want to know i need to know because it could be about my grandma i need to know because it could affect my local church i need to know because it might be talking about redlining my area and um, I think that we really need to be in a space of knowing what that looks like. And there are other community programs out here that are have been already having this conversation. But it's really important for the next couple of for these next couple of months to know exactly who's in these offices. So we know to ship them the hell out the next time around if they don't if they're not showing up for us. And I did say for us because it's important. Especially rather than at the last minute, you know, like when I was talking to Hill Harper earlier, he was saying, Hill Harper was here. Yeah, Hill Harper was here. <laughs> oh, oh, it's about to be on and popping, y'all. Okay. <laughs> he was here for about 30 minutes. Okay. Um, but one of the things that he talked about on the show, and he always talks about, is how Black people are always the last ones to get onto like certain things, but we're always the first ones to spend all of our money. Yeah. And a lot of times when it comes to these politics, we're the last ones to find out after it's so bad that there's nothing that we can do about it. When in reality, if we would have at least paid a little more attention before, hand we could have stopped it right absolutely i think that and and honestly it's just it's time to start re-engaging you know it's time to start really start remixing our ish when it comes to community advocacy um and also showing up for our community members out here throughout the whole state and that's what Con converge has already been doing that has already had the converge is a compass for people who aren't familiar with that, right? We are helping direct community exactly in their voices and uplifting those voices to put them in the right, to put people in the right direction to show up for us, yeah. us. And as we show up for each other. Right, and as we show up for each other. Now, question, for okay. this forum, can people submit questions to you? Yes, you can submit questions to me today. You can always uh, reach out to me uh, through social medias and or you can email me at Deontay.damper at vocalwa.org and or Deontay256 at gmail.com. And before we go, let's see what your one question is on here that I have for you. Hmm. I know what it'll be. Uh, what would Deontay tell his seven-year-old self? 
I would tell Deon, I would tell seven year old Deontay that you're going to be okay. That you're going to be okay. Remember to love yourself. Remember to love yourself. Remember to be in love with yourself. Remember, remember that you have a family that loves you. You remember that you have a community that will show up for you. And remember to continue to be your compass. It's so funny. I, I know I wasn't going to say this before, but my 11 year old self, my first job that I had, I was dancing here in the Paramount Theater. I mean, I don't got rhythm now, but I used to do ballet and um, I was a part of an ensemble here when they played showboat here. So it is very funny how the turnaround is because that younger self is sitting here today. And that's how God can just be able to move things for you, you know? So yes, shout out to my mama. Cause I know she probably watching and just like, mama, look at, baby. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I want to thank you so much for sitting with me, letting me ugly cry on camera from the first time. And that is why I put your ass last okay. because I knew that was going to happen child. But we live in color tomorrow, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. You have your community candidate forum. And again, make sure you guys send in those questions. So that way you're not afterwards watching it being like, damn, I wish I would have gotten this question in. All right. Um, where can people keep up with you on social media? You can quick? keep up with me. <laughs> you can keep up with me on um, on my social channels. Deontay, just look up Deontay Damper, Dampy Your Life on um, on Facebook. You can also look at some of the other things I'm doing with Build 206 as our OLS instructor. So build206.com. You can also look at me, what we're doing through Wild Therapy Fund. Um, I'm trying to think of any other entities right now. Y'all don't get me, but there's a lot of things coming. So uh, please be prepared for that. Awesome. Well, again, I want to thank you for coming, you guys. Before we end the show, uh, we are going to go to one more commercial break before I say toodles until the next day. All right. So stay locked to Rewind with Base as we're so live at the Paramount. Within sports, you learn so many life lessons that will help you be successful in any area that you plan to pursue. So I remember being a kid in Spokane and going to camps like this with my friends and just having a blast. And that's really when I fell in love with this game. Hopefully we're doing the same and inspiring some of these kids to keep going on this journey. Especially as a girl growing up, like you see you see a lot of boys at these camps, but like just seeing like more and more girls start at a younger age, it, it makes me happy. We had to have funding, right? We cannot do this work without the necessary resources available so that our kids can thrive. Without resources, we can't see kids play and play to their potential. How we can ensure that basketball in our communities is sustainable. Funding is a big part of it. I think working with the right groups and this was the opportunity I think that kick-started that and we're really excited about any opportunities to just keep moving it forward. It was just an awesome opportunity to show what this community can do and what basketball energy they can bring. Being able to work with the Seattle Sports Commission, work with the King County Play Equity Coalition, uh, we were able to bring big basketball energy to Tequila Community Center and hopefully use this as a launching point and able to get more funding for them in the future. The kids get to see me, get to see you know, all the rest of the guys who did it all in the area of Washington, Seattle area. So being able to give back to them and uh, let them know that you know they can chase their dreams too. This is a fundamental right of all kids, that they have the right to play, which isn't always available to all of our kids in our communities. We got next to ensure kids always have a place to play, compete and have fun. Well, that got a little sappy, but you know what? I think that's important. <laughs>
I think it's important for you guys to know that Besa does cry. Besa does have, you know, different issues. And, you know, we talk about them sometimes on the Rewind, but I've cried enough today. So we're going to save that for another episode. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for doing this live at the Paramount Journey with me. You guys know I do not do things very live often. Um, I'm usually like a semi-live type of situation, but um, this was different and I actually enjoyed it. So with that being said, until next time, look, I have an interview coming up with Hill Harper. I want to say that will drop Wednesday or Thursday. I also have an interview with JC from the OVT Network. Yes, he is here in Seattle. He came all the way out here from Atlanta. And um, that's also going to drop either Wednesday or Thursday. Basically, I have to figure out which one I'm going to drop where. Either hoodles. I want to thank STG for allowing Converge Media to come in. I want to thank uh, Omari for allowing me to do my show on here. You know, last time I was here, I was on the Morning Update show. Child, this time I rolled up and my own damn name was on the freaking marquee. So that is <laughs> that is a moment and definitely a goal of mine and one of those things that I've always imagined. And I'm like, okay, maybe this whole manifestation thing does actually work when you write it down and actually put in the work for it. You feel me? So with that being said, Keep up with me on social media at Basa Gordon. I do have some announcements coming out, but until I can actually make that announcement, just make sure that you're listening to me on Hits 106.1 Sundays here from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And then, of course, I have all of my other stations around the, uh, well, I guess you can say around the West Coast. Um, so, yeah, until next time, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. And, of course, as always, keep that energy high. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.